Baseball fans, BetMGM is giving you the chance to win a prize every day during the baseball season. Step into the batter's box for BetMGM's Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. Pick an area of the strike zone and take your best swing. If you get a single, double, triple, or home run, you'll receive a prize. Smash a home run to collect a bonus bet on us. Just log into your BetMGM sports account to get started. Then visit your promotions section to access the Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. There's nothing more exciting than going yard with the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. Must be 21 plus and present in Ohio. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards vary depending on market and expire 24 hours from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In partnership with MGM Northfield Park. I'm going out with the girls this weekend. Nails, done. Outfit, stunner. And my skin, I know it's going to be glowing because I glammed up my shower routine with new Olay Indulgent Moisture Body Wash. It smells so luxurious and deeply moisturizes with its super rich, creamy lather that's bursting with vitamin B3 complex. So my skin glows and my confidence grows. Try new Olay Indulgent Moisture Body Wash for glowing skin in just 14 days. What if AI could help your business deliver mission-critical outcomes with speed? With IBM Consulting, your business can design, build, and scale trusted AI using Watson X and modernize the way you work to accelerate real impact. Let's create AI that transforms your business. Learn more at ibm.com consulting. IBM, let's create. Hi everyone, it's It Could Happen here and it's just James today because today I'm doing a little interview on the situation for Rohingya people. Uh, if you're not familiar with the Rohingya genocide, we're not going to cover that in depth, but we will give a little bit of an overview. Uh, and I'm talking to Onkyo Mo, who is Rohingya himself and who works with the National Unity Government in advising them about Rohingya people's human rights. I think the news cycle hasn't really covered many Rohingya issues uh, since the Rohingya genocide. The world's kind of moved on from caring about them, but they're still in a very difficult situation. And we want to update you on issues that continue to face the Rohingya people. I hope you enjoy the interview. So today I'm joined by Ong Kyomo, who's an advisor to the National Unity Government of Myanmar, which people will hopefully be familiar with. If not, he can explain a little bit of what that is. He's an advisor to the Ministry of Human Rights and also a Rohingya human rights activist himself. And so, Pai, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for having me. Yeah. So what I'd love to do today is, I think if our listeners have listened to our previous coverage of what's happening in Myanmar or, or Burma, depending on, on which one you prefer, they will know a lot about the coup and they will know a lot about the, the things that have happened since the coup, right? The PDFs and the uh, ethnic resistance organizations. But I think they might not be as familiar with the situation uh, that, that Rohingya people have been in for a long time and continue to be in. It's a different part of the, of the country. To, we, were, we were in um, Mesot, which is on the other side. Um, that's something we've covered a lot less. So perhaps you could begin by explaining uh, like why there are so many Rohingya refugees who have left. Obviously, the, the history of, of the persecution of Rohingya people is very long. But if you could give us sort of 
a, a potted history of, of of the persecution of Rohingya people by various governments in Myanmar and and what has led to this massive exodus and, and this, this big refugee population of Rohingya people now. That would be great to start with. Great. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Uh, in uh, The history is l- very long, but I, yeah. uh, I will be concrete and, uh, and, and short. Uh, the Rohingya people uh, has been in Myanmar uh, before Burma even exists, uh, before Burma become Burma, and before yeah. British came, and they are significant uh, architectural-related uh, uh, infrastructure that exists, indicates existence of the Rohingya, and there's a lot of literature, research, and Rohingya people themselves living in generations and generations, um, there it indicates that Rohingya are part of Myanmar, and, and it, uh, it used to be, and it will be. And uh, Rohingya are not only the ethnic minority, they are also the religious minority. Majority of Burmese people are Buddhist, and of course the second largest, uh, followed by the Muslims, are Christian, and then the third largest are Muslim, and Rohingya are Muslim. And uh, and Rohingya are single Muslim uh, ethnic groups, and also religious ethnic groups. And uh, there has been historical uh, exclusion, discriminations, uh, sponsored by the uh, and sponsored and carried out by the uh, consecutive government of Myanmar to target this religious and ethnic minority to exclude from religious, ethnic, and social aspects of the society, and uh, and it has been politically motivating for many government. It has always been beneficial in in convincing the larger populations of Myanmar by showing Rohingya as a threat. Uh, to the country despite, uh, because of their uh, religious differences and to the, the way that um, we wear and we eat are slightly different than than Burmese uh, uh, because we have our own culture and own traditions and own language and and, uh, uh, and it's enriched by by those. Uh, uh, thus uh, the uh, the first uh, start of uh, execution like executing these discriminatory policies toward the Rohingya has started as uh, as long as um, yeah, as far as back in 1960, where the first coup took place, 1962, when first coup took place, and then military, uh, consecutive military government accelerated that to form to uh, a situation where it can be uh, uh, defined uh, and uh, fall under the category of the crimes against humanity. Uh, so in 1978, there is a big operations uh, against Rohingya people uh, to deport them and uh, 200,000 people has to be flee to uh, to Bangladesh and uh, some of them still remain as refugees to third generation, fourth generations in Bangladesh, not being able to repatriate it to the place where they, uh, they come from. And followed by that, uh, the 1992, uh, um, there was another influx of the refugees and uh, the refugee uh, it's also the quite significant larger number of the refugees and and uh, and not everyone could come back and there is another uh, layer of the refugees that uh, remains uh, from the repatriating then from the the violation the human rights violations became to what the rohingya as business as usual uh, limiting the child uh, the number of child that you can have uh, and uh, uh, treating you less than an animals, not having the religious right to exercise the way that you believe, and restrictions of movement, uh, killing, raping, and uh, it's continued and it has been accelerated uh, in different form and shape where it could be, uh, it could come to a situation. It's a, a from 
from uh, crimes against humanity, it's being transformed to genocide. Yeah. And, and uh, in 2017, it's went to the highest peak of the genocides where a million people are being deported uh, by burning and many uh, thousand people died and many thousand women being raped. And there are a lot of uh, fatherless uh, child in the camp today uh, being uh, 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 being born by 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 the women who victims of the of the rape of the Myanmar military. And today there is a million people in Bangladesh and uh, uh, with no hope to be repatriated very, uh, soon to the place of origin with safety and and dignity. And and of course the political landscape in Myanmar has shifted. Uh, it used to be in the democratic um, transition from 2010 to. 2020 with two consecutive different government and and uh, the democratically elected government has been overthrown by uh, by a temku by the military who had ruled the country for 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 many decades uh, and uh, and and of course the 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 democratically elected government which i advised to uh, is is being uh, some of the member of the government are being arrested and some are in the in the ethnic uh, territorial control and and some are in exile and 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 uh, so the country so the 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 reactions of the 50 million people uh, has been different because there has been several coup in Myanmar and this was the 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 political calculations of the military leaders to attempt the coup uh, was wrong that they did not expect the resistance of the peoples and then of course the uh, the the young uh, generation Z people came in uh, to to resist Initially, they claim to be uh, peacefully protesting to hand over the power back to the, uh, to the to the democratically elected people. But as a result, they were being brutally cracked on and, and killed, arrested. And then and, uh, and then young people started to understand that we need to speak the language that they, under they understand. So they speak that language is grabbing a gun and, 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 uh, and forming the military. So followed by that, National Unity Government has been formed by uh, with uh, uh, elected members of the of the of the parliament, uh, both lower horn and upper house. Uh, so the National Unity Government today is the most uh, the legitimate government of Myanmar and having also some territorial control. Of course, majority of the government infrastructure are being uh, being captured uh, illegally by the military junta. Yeah, and it's interesting that people aren't familiar with the sort of ethnic makeup of previous governments and then the national unity government. From what I understand, it's not as much dom dominated by the majority ethnic Burman people in, in the national unity government as it was before, um, even under the NLD, right? Even under sort of the most uh, most democratic that it that has been uh, in in Myanmar for some time, like there was still a domination by by one ethnicity, right? But the national unity government is more ethnically diverse. Is that right? Correct. Uh, but still, there is are a lot of rooms for improvement. Particularly, uh, Rohingya people has always been part of Myanmar and politically mm -hmm. excluded. And despite yeah. a million people being pushed out to the Bangladesh through a genocidal attempt, the remaining populations in Myanmar is six hundred thousand people politically representable size of populations under continued genocidal attempts of the Myanmar military. And the National United Government did not include politically meaningfully the Rohingya populations till now. And they appointed me as an advisor, but a politically representable size of populations need to be represented not by functions uh, alone, it's need to be both all represented by functions and number uh, equally to, to, uh, to other ethnic. And we are in the context of identity uh, politics in Myanmar and your political rights and, and responsibilities to what to the nations are associated that the very identity that you were. Uh, so time to time, there is a big questions like, you know, we are 
moving forward to the path of democracy to make the country to to back to the track of democracy but the the, the very principle of democracy is majority rules and and respect the minorities right right and still yeah. the, the the rohingya are being uh in, despite the international uh pressure particularly the united states and its allies to have inclusive democracy and uh rohingya people are not yet meaningfully included in the government yeah, and I think that's something we've spoken about a lot uh, with with uh, Karen and, and Kareni people who we've spoken to um, about sort of the need for a more inclusive structure, whether that's like a federal democracy after, obviously after the, the military junta has been de deposed or, or certainly something that's more inclusive. And um, perhaps we can talk about how, like, I, it's very interesting to me when I talk to young people, Generation uh, Z people from Myanmar, they will say that like they wouldn't have even said sometimes Rohingya like ten years ago that, that they wouldn't have used a term they'd have they'd have seen the people who we now who we would call Rohingya as Bangladeshis right because this was the, the narrative. Can you explain how you've explained very well that that's not true, uh, but how that narrative was constructed and what it was used to do? I think it's once again uh, to exclude Rohingya and to carry out systematic uh, destructions mentally and physically uh, on the Rohingya is also a lot to do with the spreading propaganda, misinformation, and, and disinformation uh, through state led media, uh, both yes. online and offline. Uh, and uh, so this, this means this destruction has happened to the state sponsored and state pre planned intentional. Um, intentional, uh, uh, intentional uh, uh, way of doing it, and thus the the society, the Rohingya people, has been restricted from moving. And this uh, one of the least developed uh, region where the Rohingya people live. And a lot of people from uh, from like other uh, state uh, wouldn't be able to travel and go and see what is happening really inside there. And the Rohingya people would not be able to move out of that to tell the stories. So all the narrative that people hear is the military and the government, what the government used to put at that moment. So in the in the uh, in the eyes or in the perceptions of the people, the Rohingyas are from Bangladesh, and uh, they are trying to uh, to take over the country, and they are a national security threat, and that was the narrative. So the 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 reality uh, is being defined by the perceptions and fa false and misinformations that being given. Uh, in a consistent, intentional way to the young people. And of course, today, uh, thing has changed slightly uh, to be seeing to uh, uh, what is reality and uh, and people showing the sympathy to what happened to the Rohingya because it's every time uh, something happened in Myanmar like that, it's consistent to what to the Rohingya, the, the human rights violations, crimes against humanity and genocide. And the people, 50 million people in Myanmar were not Either they are staying neutral or they are standing with the military, not like to that they should do this and this right to do to kill people, right to rape because they are national security threat. But uh, 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 what had happened to the Rohingya people, perhaps in the not uh, the same shape and same uh, accelerity or, or velocity or momentum or, or intensity. Uh, started to happen after the coup to to the to the Burma people, and then they tend to realize, oh, what happened to the Rohingya? What Rohingya used to tell, burning the whole villages, killing, and raping, is exactly what 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 is happening. Uh, more or less, exactly what is happening to us. Then they 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 were right, and it's uh, the victims change and the perpetrators remain the same. And with that concept, people come to. But again, I think the still it's very small number of the populations uh, uh, compared to the 
whole populations that uh, lives in Myanmar. And in, in, in the democratic principles, there is no, like you don't tend to say something just because that you sympathize and there, there are principles and values that you do not compromise in any circumstance. So equal right, justice, and, uh, and inclusivity and in, like, like uh, celebrating of the, the diversity. Uh, these things are very core principles of, of, of the democracy that, that we are like as a Burmese people asking from international community to help. What we are preaching for towards the democracy need to be demonstrated at home first. We need to act upon. And, and uh, uh, so I think the, the, the benchmark, there is no, the benchmark shouldn't be defined to include or exclude someone based on the sympathies, need to be based on the principles and values. Baseball fans, BetMGM is giving you the chance to win a prize every day during the baseball season. Step into the batter's box for BetMGM's Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. Pick an area of the strike zone and take your best swing. If you get a single, double, triple, or home run, you'll receive a prize. Smash a home run to collect a bonus bet on us. Just log into your BetMGM sports account to get started. Then visit your promotions section to access the Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. There's nothing more exciting than going yard with the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. Must be 21 plus and present in Ohio. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards vary depending on market and expire 24 hours from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Glow with your best skin. Be confident in your skin. Be brave in your skin. With Olay's new Indulgent Moisture Body Wash, cover your skin in layers of rich moisturizers and vitamin B3 complex, transforming your skin from dry and dull to moisturized and smooth in just 14 days. Feel the best in your skin and glow with confidence all pride. Olay Body is a proud sponsor and supporter of iHeartRadio and PNG's Can't Cancel Pride. Raising funds and support for the LGBTQ community. Olay Body wants you to feel empowered to live with confidence in your own skin. Not just all month, but all year long. And when you feel the best in your skin, you can do anything. So this pride, glow with confidence with the help of Olay Body. Check out Olay's new Indulgent Moisture Body Wash online or at your favorite retailer. Happy Pride! You're probably careful with your personal information, but what about the other places that have it? Like the doctor's office that mixed up your files. They have your social security number. The power company that mistakenly cut your service has your payment info and last three addresses. And the hotel that lost your reservation has your passport info. Your information is in endless places out of your control. Any one of them could accidentally expose you to hackers and identity theft through lax security, breaches, or simple mistakes. But LifeLock monitors millions of data points every second and alerts you to a wide range of threats. If your identity is stolen, a U.S.-based restoration specialist will fix it, guaranteed, or your money back. With plans covering up to $3 million for stolen funds and expenses. Mistakes happen. Don't let not having protection be one of them. Save up to 40% your first year at lifelock.com slash news. That's lifelock.com slash news to save up to 40%. 
Terms apply. Can you explain a little bit about the situation that Rohingya people who have left Myanmar, maybe they're in Cox's Bazaar, maybe they're in no man's land, maybe they're they're now being moved to an island, right? Can can you explain what life is like for those people? Of course, the when Rohingya people fled to Bangladesh, it was attempting to survive, uh, uh, like they managed to survive, and otherwise many died, and they they could be one of those who who, who died and they they survived, uh, meaning that these all people are have physical and mental destruction and unhealed scars in their physical and mental aspects of the life. And, uh, and of course, a million people in Bangladesh to be hosted by the Bangladeshi government, Bangladeshi people has been also very difficult because the yeah. resource uh, in the given area is very limited. And Bangladesh uh, itself is a small country with, uh, with, uh, uh, with limited resource. And, and, and we should always uh, appreciate Bangladeshi people and Bangladeshi a government uh, to open their arms and heart to 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 absorbs and 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 uh, the Emilian people, and 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 again, I think the problem has started in Myanmar, and and the the solutions need to be in Myanmar, and and people need to be going with safe, dignified uh, way to the place of origin, and and of course, Bangladesh. Uh, it has been five years plus now that the people like the largest influx took place in 2017, uh, and there were repatriation September being made. And and the, the when people fled from Myanmar, jump into the Nap River and Bay of Bengal in 2017 because the land was more dangerous than the sea. Situations remain very same or even worse than that now in 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 in, in Myanmar to be going mm-hmm. back. So you are you escape from a grave that you have half buried uh, uh, to be ki- killed, and being pushed to go back to 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 Myanmar is as in sent him back. To, to the to the grave that you escape from 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 dying, uh, so the situation doesn't favor for a safe, dignified, uh, voluntary return for the, for the Rohingya. That's Bangladeshi uh, yeah, authorities are trying to find different innovative modality, different ways how to how to create uh, a sustainable situations for the Rohingya, including relocations of the of the certain number of the of the uh, of the Rohingya populations because the 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 the, the, the Camps are very congested, and the hygiene level in the camp are very low. And there are a lot of also the the uh, the crowd on like you know if a million people in a small scale uh, place like that are being uh, being uh, closed, uh, anything could happen anytime. Uh, you know, so the 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 idea was to by the Bangladeshi government, which doesn't fall into uh, into the principle of international way of doing things and. And relocating some of these re- refugees to an island uh, that has is a new island. No uh, human ha- being has been ever lived there, and uh, the island has been technically, uh, from various technical assessment, has identified uh, it's not livable by human being yet. And because there are a lot of uh, like uh, cyclones and, and and floods and things like that, and it's very far away from mainland of Bangladesh, and and it uh, so there is risk. Uh, from uh, from from various perspective to be able, but but despite this, Bangladeshi gov- uh, government has built sheltered this and relocated uh, 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 some number of soft Rohingya, and uh, 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 some of them went by their own will, uh, uh, seeing that it might be a different, and and some uh, are being maybe perhaps forced, and and of course there are a certain number of like around close to uh, uh, five to six thousand people 
in no man's land. When Bangladesh at the beginning uh, did not open its border to when Rohingya were fleeing. Uh, and so this no man land were being occupied by the nearby villages because Bangladesh wouldn't open the gate for them and they were stuck in, in there. So they have, happened to be uh, stuck there since uh, last five years. Uh, and the, 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 the remaining Rohingya lives in, 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 in Cox Bazar districts of, uh, of uh, Bangladesh in, in different mm -hmm. parts uh, of this, this district. So that's the situation. Yeah, that's very well said. And if some people have, have taken on recently uh, leaving these camps in Bangladesh. Uh, they've taken on this very risky boat journey, right? Uh, I think they're going to places like Malaysia, if I'm not mistaken, Indonesia. Um, can you explain a little bit about like how prevalent that is, and of course how incredibly like high risk it is for people to take that journey? Sure. the The situations in the camp is not much different than the life that they used to live in 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 Myanmar, despite that the level of uh, level of uh, uh, human rights violations and the treatment that they are having may not be the same. But uh, Bangladesh is not a signatory to 1952 refugee conventions, and it's not legally obliged uh, to be uh, to be following all uh, international norms and protocols to be uh, to be hosting the, the 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 refugees. But despite they have demonstrated the humanity uh, and demonstrated the moral obligations towards the humanity to to host the the a million people, mm -hmm. and uh, the uh, then. The a million people, some of them has been from 1978 and some of them are from 1992, some of them are from 2017, has a very dark future. They, they are closed in this uh, fence camp and the movements are restricted. Access to information are not uh, given, in, uh, like uh, the inter access to information are, 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 are like internet service and things like that has been denied. Access to livelihoods are denied and they are not able to legally work and solely rely Onto, to the international humanitarian assistance, access to education has been denied. So the, the young people who are growing in this camp does not see a future that they will be able to go back to Myanmar or if they live here as if you are living a debt, uh, like you know you don't have any 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 way forward seeing a bright future. So there is uh, there is the only uh, they don't have a best alternative uh, to be try to be exploring different path and the only path it happened to be is uh, being created in the past uh, uh, in the past by some Rohingyas taking these boats and making to to Malaysia uh, where they could do some domestic works and get a refugee status and maybe uh, able to work and and some you're lucky enough to be resettled in a third country uh, a small number maybe less yeah. than two less than two three percent of the total total Rohingya in Malaysia so the journey is very risky the 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 boats that they are taking, the the first the sea is very rough that they take, and they are the 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 infrastructure, boat infrastructure that they're taking are not uh, built uh, like they they not built in a way to be coping with this rough sea and rough uh, rough weathers and climate. So many of these Rohingya people who make this less than fifty percent of them make make it to the to the destinations. Uh, either they die on the sea, or they are being arrested by different navies, and and, and or they are uh, they are being uh, jailed uh, by by Myanmar uh, Myanmar junta. And in 2022 alone, 3,500 more than 3,500 people, including uh, children as young as two years old, are jailed to five years for trying to attempt uh, to to go to Malaysia. Jesus. Uh, uh, so this is uh, this is what is happening. So the the. The life is meaningless there, and, and of course, 
taking this journey mean that you are tossing a coin, whether you 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 get a tail or you get a, you get head or you got tails, you know, and 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 uh, so it it's like betting your life whether if you make it. Uh, your your life to somewhat level meaningfully. If you don't make it, your life and it is more or less the same that you will live in there. In the, uh, so that's why these are the push factors. And of course, there are pull factors, uh, reunifications. If a son has made uh, uh, three years ago, five years ago uh, to to Malaysia and working uh, in the constructions or 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 or, or, or gardening like levers, and and uh, you have a remaining family in the camp, and you don't want to see your family in that situation, and you want to bring your family, kids or children or wife. And you do that, and and lastly, also there are growing youth in Malaysia who are who want to marry the Rohingya and maintain the culture and language and things like that. So they want to have rights bringing from the refugee camp, and and right. uh, so there there are different uh, uh, push fact, uh, pull factor as well from from Malaysia. But yep. the prim- primary factor is the push factor in 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 Myanmar and in Bangladesh. Right. Yeah, and it's perfectly reasonable for people to want sort of yeah some. Futures and some chance to realize their own life and their goals. Baseball fans, BetMGM is giving you the chance to win a prize every day during the baseball season. Step into the batter's box for BetMGM's Swing for the Fences free to play game. Pick an area of the strike zone and take your best swing. If you get a single, double, triple, or home run, you'll receive a prize. Smash a home run to collect a bonus bet on us. Just log into your BetMGM sports account to get started. Then visit your promotions section to access the Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. There's nothing more exciting than going yard with the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. Must be 21 plus and present in Ohio. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards vary depending on market and expire 24 hours from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Glow with your best skin. Be confident in your skin. Be brave in your skin. With Olay's new Indulgent Moisture Body Wash, cover your skin in layers of rich moisturizers and vitamin B3 complex, transforming your skin from dry and dull to moisturized and smooth in just 14 days. Feel the best in your skin and glow with confidence all pride. Olay Body is a proud sponsor and supporter of iHeartRadio and PNG's Can't Cancel Pride, raising funds and support for the LGBTQ community. Olay Body wants you to feel empowered to live with confidence in your own skin. Not just all month, but all year long. And when you feel the best in your skin, you can do anything. So this pride, glow with confidence with the help of Olay Body. Check out Olay's new Indulgent Moisture Body Wash online or at your favorite retailer. Happy Pride! This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. 
you have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. So can you explain, people will probably have seen, like I think we're recording this on Thursday, um, which is the, look at the date, the 19th. Uh, and, and people would have seen the last couple of days, maybe videos of fires in no man's land. Um, and they will probably have seen like some acronyms, which there are a lot of acronyms when, when you're reading about Myanmar, it can be very confusing. So could you explain a little bit about who these two groups that we've seen, right? The ARSA and the RSO, who they are and what they, what they represent and, and perhaps why these two groups who are nominally Rohingya are fighting each other. So the, in the context of Myanmar politics, the ethnic people uh, has been fighting for decades and, and, and decades uh, with Myanmar military and Burma uh, supremacy, like larger majority supremacy. Uh, uh, at the beginning, they were attempt during the time of independence through reconciliations and dialogue, meaning uh, like uh, without arms. Uh, but the the language again uh, being uh, understood uh, by the uh, by the Myanmar larger majority is the language that they speak as well. So then ethnic people started to grab the arms and and resist, control their territory at, at, uh, to uh, to attempted to control their territory at, at, uh, in order to get the equal right and uh, decide for their own future, be part of the decisions that collectively impact the nations. And and basically equal right, justice, and 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 those those things. That's what ethnic peoples are are are, are uh, uh, fighting for and giving their lives and livelihoods. Uh, it's nothing less than that, and nothing more than that. It's very simple. We want to live with yeah. dignity, freely, equally with anyone else. And and uh, so many ethnic revolutionary organizations forms uh, came came up in different part of Myanmar. Uh, representing different ethnic and uh, Rohingya also used to be one of those back in 1950 uh, uh, 40, after 1948 dependent mm-hmm. and 1952 Rohingya is the first one to drop the gun in exchange of the peace with the government saying that we are peace loving people and as long as you give us what 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 our identity and 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 we are able to and we are so then there's a certain period of time that the Rohingya people did not have an armed opposition uh, group uh, because I am someone who uh, believe in nonviolent movement, but in a context like Myanmar, uh, again, nonviolent movement <laughs> wouldn't go anywhere. If it's worked 70 years, uh, uh, Myanmar wouldn't have longest civil war in the world uh, yes. with yeah. more than 70 years, right? So we need to be uh, practical and, and seeing the reality uh, like that. So then, uh, then uh, 1978, again, these things uh, happen and then uh, and the Rohingya thinks, okay, then what we have been promised uh, and uh, what we have we are we are being uh, told to be uh, promised to be given is not given so we have to uh, grab the gun again and and form uh, do as uh, others are doing in order to to uh, so the rohingya solidarity organization has been formed and and it has been one of the popular organizations getting a lot of popularity from the rohingya community uh, and then there were issues within the institution that has been growing of course uh, 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 they were not able to maintain uh, the the institutional growth and institutional resource management, and then the the institution collapsed uh, 
and, and as well as it has to do something with it like you don't have a territory like other uh, other other uh, armed oppositions group will will be in uh, stations in Myanmar where Rohingya were stations in Bangladesh and Bangladesh government were not really supporting enough for them to survive uh, with 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 the uh, to enhance its military capability and and of course uh, there are several other 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 things and and uh, mm-hmm. so then it's disappeared in between and then and 2014 uh, this guy a guy called uh, 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 this the guy who is leading currently the 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 ARAC Arkan Salvation Army uh, who was born in uh, in Pakistan and grew up in Saudi Arabia uh, <laughs> uh, his parent uh, he claimed his parent is Rohingya and of course uh, he speaks the Rohingya language that means it's indicate that he uh, he is yeah. and came to to our Rakhine state to mobilize people saying that you need to grab the gun and this is what then uh, people of course uh, who have critical thinking skills and did not believe into things because it needs to be from and within and someone who does not understand how Myanmar politics look like uh, cannot lead a, a revolutions because revolutionary has to do a lot with the with with the politics, uh, political landscape as well in the country. And and uh, but however, there are a certain number of people who believe in it in Poland, very small number. And uh, and Rohingya didn't want to again fight or or enter into violence, and they just want to live peacefully. And and uh, that uh, uh, and and they are resilient uh, to what to the to to what they are trying to. Uh, uh, gain uh, uh, equally as others, and and uh, so then the uh, our conservation army ARSC um, uh, uh, has attacked the post uh, thirty different police posts in two thousand seventeen. That's where the the collective punishment has been given as a result to the Rohingya yeah. Rohingya community, and it's not collective uh, collective action. It was individuals' action. A certain hundred of people uh, gathered together and attacked police force, and 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 the whole Rohingya population has been punished. So then, uh, followed by that as well, RSO has been re-strategizing themselves, and then so our, our, our Rohingya Solidarity Organizations also pop up parallelly back in 2018, 2019, and and uh, and of course the the ideology that they stand uh, are slightly different from one another, and uh, so the 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 uh, that's why the the clash happened, and and. Uh, 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 Rohingya solitary organization think that uh, like the the way that ARSA has been conducting and they're responsible they, they, uh, for what happened to the Rohingya people as a as collectively uh, genocide and things uh, things like that, creating opportunities for Burmese military to to wipe out the Rohingya and deport the Rohingya. And uh, so there they were this political disagreement between these two groups. And this no man land has been mostly occupied uh, uh, within the Rohingya refugees there. Uh, some ARSA members are often uh, try to to enter there and ha- and, and stations there. And uh, so recently, uh, the uh, what we have learned from the ground is that uh, RSO Rohingya Solidarity Organizations uh, uh, root out uh, and operations to remove them from there, and uh, so that the Rohingya refugees in the normal lands could live peacefully without crimes and things like that. And and uh, uh, that's how the fight has started, and and uh, it's escalated. And uh, there were uh, 200 houses being burned down, uh, shelters, ring, uh, refugee shelters. Around 2,500 to 3,000 uh, people has been uh, uh, has to be displaced. Uh, they were not allowed to enter to Bangladesh because uh, uh, no man land is not accessible by neither parties, and and it's it's just in between. So 
uh, some of them has destroyed the fence tour to Burma and enter to the because they are just from the nearby villages. They could see their villages for five years, but they could not go back. So right. they, uh, so they, uh, uh, so they, they went back there. Uh, but now Myanmar tree is pushing them out uh, from from there back to the no man lands. Yeah, it's just a yeah terrible situation. Um, and the both these aren't the only armed groups in that state, right? There are other armed groups, but like this, this sort of explains it more succinctly. Like if we get into the other armed groups, it gets even more complicated. Um, so I wonder what people listening obviously will um, they've they've heard a lot about about the, the conflict in Burma about the various different groups that are being persecuted by the Burmese military. How can they help specifically with with this issue? Is is there ways that people can can help out? I think we have seen how the world came together to help Ukraine people unjustly, uh, illegally. Uh, uh, to be attacked by by Russia yeah. and uh, and threatening the democratic society of the world, and and that has been very inspiring, appreciated, and 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 we stand with the Ukrainian people, and people in Burma has the the, the life of the uh, the value of the life of the people in Burma has also the there is no difference in lives. You can buy one, if, you know. So we have been uh, the people in Myanmar has been fighting for for. Uh, uh, at the cost of life and livelihood today, uh, with whatever means that they have to make this country back to the path of democracy, and and uh, so international community should do uh, beyond releasing the statement uh, or, or, or of concern and a statement of concern maybe maybe uh, may may name and shame and may put political pressure and political pressure uh, is not this, the, the 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 thing that's being cared by by the by the by the junta, so the the the, the the total enemy of the overall people, including Rohingya people, are the military, and 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 they are the one who has destroyed this country, and they are the one who is destroying, and they are responsible, primary responsible um, you know, people, uh, institutions who wiped out the Rohingya and who carried out the genocide. So I think the international community should uh, do beyond uh, beyond uh, sanctions, uh, arm embargo, and uh, and and respective citizens. Uh, uh, of the country should claim to their respective government to do more for Burmese people uh, and the Rohingya people to demonstrate the moral obligations to what to the humanity. And in 21st century, genocide took place while the world was watching. And we sat in the United Nations back in 1950-48, uh, uh, that's never again. And and it's very shameful uh, that it could that, that genocide could take place in the eyes of eight billion people in twenty first century in modern age, and the world failed uh, to protect the Rohingya. Uh, despite there has been compelling stories, images, and satellites, and 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 still it's continued to be so. And followed by that, crimes against humanity, war crimes has been being committed continuously by the by the same military that committed genocide. Yeah. And I, th I, I think the international community will have at some point to answer to themselves on their beliefs of the humanity. Yeah, like I think the international community let this happen for too long and they ignored it for too long. And, and then now this always happens, right? Like it's like Foucault's boomerang, you know, the, the, the violence spreads and gets used in the metropole. And, and yeah, it's deeply upsetting. What does that support look like from the international community? Like, does that mean? Uh, man pads for PDFs? Does it mean 
recognizing the national unity government? Like what concrete things should the community be doing? The international community should recognize. Uh, there are, again, uh, the, uh, there are some uh, issues that need to be fixed within the, the, the national unity government, particularly the inclusions of the Rohingya and other, uh, like its, its positions to, uh, to the religious, other religious and ethnic minorities, particularly yes. those are small and that need to be fixed. And international community should do it in an incentivized way that, okay, you do this, and we will do this for you. And, okay, yeah. and, and the recognitions come uh, with incentive of supporting, uh, uh, supporting uh, the, the, because it's only legitimate, uh, uh, whether we like the national unity government or not, we don't have the best alternative uh, to yeah. it. It's democratically elected, and uh, and there is a lot of issues within the uh, within the within the uh, within uh, the the national unity government, particularly when it's come to the Rohingya issues. So these need to be dealt in, in national unity government. I have been consistently advising them to fix this, acting beyond policy and 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 showing like state level prioritized agenda uh, with concrete milestone to uh, to uh, to the, the change to uh, to the Rohingya. Uh, and of course, parallel to that, international community should ensure that big supports are being given, being recognized. And 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 in order to win these revolutions, which has shaken this very institution that has consumed the the, the resource of the country in various means and ways, uh, some uh, and one of the strongest institution has been shaken by the young people uh, with very small means uh, that yeah, they have. Very small. And time to time, very innovative, uh, and and, <laughs> and 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 utilizing whatever means that they had. And international community should provide support to PDF uh, to be uh, first and foremost institutionalizing and 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 capacity building, enhancing, acting upon international standard way of uh, uh, way of operating as as a as a military group. And and, and of course, uh, when you are being established as an as a military. Uh, uh, institutions uh, and and it's 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 being formed by the by the legal government of Myanmar and to support this this uh, this military and many many nations are getting military assistance package yeah. and and I think international community should have no problem to provide military assistance package to of course in in a very principles and value based uh, with with a value based approach and 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 uh, and and that's include the technical support to to uh, to set up the mechanisms uh, to hold accountable and to ensure the transparency and accountability across this spectrum. Yeah, yeah, I think that that's very well said. And they do tend, like, if people aren't familiar with the way the PDFs have been organized, like, they, they have been very respectful of, of, like, norms and laws of war and things like that, which obviously the, the Burmese military have not. Um, and, and it, it, I, I think an institution that's a group that has been with hundreds, hundreds of thousands of people, yeah. young people with no prior military experience yes. and mostly operating in a very limited uh, to no resource context and being able to respect the human rights and, and human dignity should be recognized. You know, they are, they yes. are, when you, you have a gun and uh, there are things that happen and need to be justified and, and, and being held accountable for. But I'm saying that I'm not saying that it should be a lot and any 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 kind of misconduct within the military systems need to be investigated properly and take actions upon and held accountable those who gave these who carried out these actions and who gave comment to carry out this action. But the number of cases related to the uh, to the to the uh, to the 
to the PDF has been significantly low uh, uh, when when it's come to the to the human right violations, and and it has to be zero, and even yes. one is too much. Uh, but I'm saying yes. compared to uh, to uh, and and uh, and I think continued support need to be given there in yes. order to 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 enhance their capacity to defeat the junta plus to defeat it in a principle and value based with a principle and value based approach. Yeah, yeah, certainly they could definitely do. Like the people we've spoken to are terribly equipped by any modern standards, incredibly brave and innovative. But, um, they could certainly do a lot better if they had a lot more. Okay, where can people, if people want to follow along with your work, which is very impressive, how can they find you? Do you have like, uh, do you want to share your Twitter account or a website maybe? Where can people keep up with you? So I, I'm on Twitter and Facebook mostly. And my Twitter is akmo2, uh, and which uh, you can see it's uh, with my pictures and and uh, I have put my bio as well there. And mm -hmm. I'm also very active on the Facebook and and what I, uh, the work related most of the work that I do uh, uh, are being uh, not all, everything but some parts that international community need to know are being portrayed there and particularly uh, uh, the, the 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 human rights situations uh, related to the Rohingya and Rohingya refugees in Bangladesh are being uh, being uh, being shared there in a timely very timely manner sometimes even lives you know it's happening now and being and uh, uh yeah yeah you've been very good at that and i follow your twitter account and it's very informative and it helps me stay informed so that's it's akmoe2 if people are uh searching for it thank you so much for giving us some of your evening i really really appreciate your time is there anything else you want to get to before we finish up now it's lovely to be part of the program and thank you so much for having me once again thank you very much It Could Happen Here is a production of Cool Zone Media. For more podcasts from Cool Zone Media, visit our website, coolzonemedia.com, or check us out on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can find sources for It Could Happen Here updated monthly at coolzonemedia.com slash sources. Thanks for listening. The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. I won! Private, put down your phone. This is the army. Sarge, High Five Casino is a social casino. It's on your phone. goes wherever you go. I win three spins, cash, prizes, three daily rewards, over 1,200 games. I won again. Platoon, present cell phone. High Five. High Five. Casino. Casino. Win at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. Olay's new Indulgent Moisture Body Wash covers your skin in layers of rich moisturizers and vitamin B3 complex, transforming your skin from dry and dull to moisturized, soft and smooth in just 14 days. Feel the best in your skin and glow with confidence, all pride. For the third year, Olay Body is a proud sponsor of iHeartRadio and PNG's Can't Cancel Pride and supporter of the LGBTQ plus community. So this pride glow with confidence, not just all month, but all year long. Check out Olay's new Indulgent Moisture Body Wash online or at your favorite retailer. Happy Pride from Tomboy X. We just dropped our Pride 24 collection. Queer founded, queer run, and creating size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Visit TomboyX.com to shop.